Hi, this is Deep and this is Simar. You are listening to Glamour and Purpose podcast. So welcome. Hi everyone. We have a very special guest here with us today, Rini Ritty. So Rini is a good friend. She's our business partner and she is a yoga instructor. She has been practicing yoga for over seven years and been teaching yoga for over two years. She's a mother of a seven-year-old boy, very, very cute, and she's very passionate about eating healthy, meditation, and she loves teaching Hatha and Vinyasa yoga. So welcome, Rini. It's so great to have you with us. Hi, thank you for having me. It's so great. Hi, everyone. Really great to have you here, Rini. It's such a pleasure. So, Rini, how long have you been doing yoga and how did it start? Um, I've been practicing yoga for seven years now. And it's it's uh, right time after I gave birth and, and, and then I started yoga. And as well as I started because... It was the lowest point of my life, actually, but I cannot go detail with that. But just to know, so I think that uh, I need something to escape, but I don't know what it is. And one friend said, uh, well, you should do something. Don't just sit and crying and stuff. Do something. And then he men- uh, she mentioned about uh, maybe you could try yoga. And I, I did. And I loved it. I I. Actually, I first try yoga from YouTube. <laughs> it's funny, but it's effective. Um, and since then, and until now, I'm practicing yoga. So yeah, that's how it started because I've been so uh, sad and not in a good circumstances. It's amazing, right? With YouTube these days, it's like there's access to so many amazing things out there. And I actually started yoga on YouTube as well. So (laughs) we do have that in common. I think it's more common, I think, nowadays, especially. Yeah. And I am, it's funny because I am starting my own YouTube channel after, you know, seven years. I have no idea that I would do that. (laughs) But now, yeah, I did my own channel. Yeah. That's awesome. And I've seen your YouTube channel. It's absolutely amazing. I love your content. Oh, thank you. That, so what was your inspiration to start teaching yoga then? Uh, I wasn't intended to actually teach uh, because I really love practicing. Because for me, yoga is a personal practice. So I just learn about uh, you know things, about how to do it, how the right thing to do. And then my yoga teacher said that, well, I think you could teach. Maybe you could uh, take a course and then try to teach. And then I tried and people loved it. And here I am teaching yoga because it's like connecting dots. Like I really love to share about everything, especially the things that I love. Um, and then I love yoga. So teaching and yoga is like a perfect match for me. And then, yeah, it's 
it's naturally comes uh, from you know like i i can put my energy into it and people can feel it and then they loved it and then yeah i've been teaching and i love and it feels amazing it's amazing to actually like you know have your passion and your hobby turn into something that you can provide others with value and you can actually be the person who can teach that it's just it's just really amazing it's like next level yeah <laughs> Thank you. So how's it going nowadays Rini like with the whole covid situation and you know you're being a yoga teacher so how how are you doing with that? Um it's it I find it very I'm not going to be proud to say this but uh it's been a blessing for me because I don't know why people are keep coming to me and asking, "Hey, uh, do do you teach yoga?" And I said, "Yes." And then, "Can I join your class?" Sure. People like randomly come uh, DM me uh, through the Instagram and social media and asking me. And then I also ask my friend who, you know, before before the COVID, they ask me, "Hey, how how to join your yoga yoga class?" But we don't really uh, match with the time, so we couldn't find the right time to do it. So I asked them, and then now, because we can do it from home through Zoom. So yeah, everybody join, and I got plenty of student, new student actually. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not proud to say this, but it's been a blessing, maybe, yeah. Some people are unfortunate about this COVID situation, but for me, it's uh, actually really great experience, actually. It's yeah, amazing how like, yeah, it's, it's really great that, you know, during this time, everybody's kind of like, you know, it's trying new ways to, to like, you know, find new ways, creative ways to go on with life. And this online thing is seriously amazing. I feel like you can end up meeting so many um, strangers, just like you were sharing, that you end up like having more connections. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we ended up meeting online as well on Instagram, right? And it's yeah, amazing. it's amazing, right, Simar? <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel like I've known you forever. It's like we've been in touch every week yeah. and... It's been so amazing just connecting online, being able to, um, you know, talk to each other and have that sort of uh, relationship. Yeah. Like to, when we first met, we actually like connected, like we have the, sum, the same vibe and value. So like it's easier to connect. And... Honestly, like it doesn't even feel like we've never met before because I just feel connected to you. And <laughs> I think that's the beauty of the whole online system where you can be with each other on video and it just literally gives you that experience, you know? Yeah. And um, about the COVID, I know that there are many yoga teachers that are avoiding or say no to teach through Zoom or online uh, platform because they said that it's 
not gonna happen that the energy that they put will not you know you will not get the energy that they give but i i totally don't agree with that because i think that we still as long as we really really put our energy into that and really focus on that we can do it we still can teach yoga through any uh, platform actually yeah so it's not a big for me uh, about the COVID situation yeah that's so true okay so we wanted to talk to you about and get your thoughts on different misconceptions about yoga so okay the first one would be yoga is only for thin flexible and strong people and mainly for women so what do you have to say about that okay so if we look at the history actually yoga is for warriors to prepare themselves to actually go to war so it's for men <laughs> since the first time it's actually been practicing it's it's for men so it's not for only women you maybe see in the social media that many women uh, do yoga but no it's for men and most of my teachers like the great great teachers are actually men so no yoga not only for women and for thin many of my teachers are thick <laughs> they are not thin <laughs> like um, it's not about thin or thick or any but uh, any type of body no yoga is so much more than just a body size and flexible and strong i don't think so also you're not you are you will have to do yoga because you're not flexible let's say like you're a runner you need to do yoga maybe not the one with a uh, uh, long meditation kind of thing but you need the stretch that yoga that many poses in yoga do so yeah it's not for the flexible people i know that people are you know maybe this misconception comes from the social media because they see people do crazy poses in social media right like put their uh, toes to their head so but no it's not it's not for flexible people they are do uh, they are able to do that because they've been practicing for so many years and if yoga is only for strong people i totally disagree also because you build this you build your strength through yoga so it's the other way around you you not expecting uh, go or attend one class and then you expect that you could leave your body with your hands no they those people are have been practicing yoga for so many years so no yoga is not for thin not only for flexible strong or only for women i would have never thought that yoga was actually only for that men used to do it before that's really interesting because you're right like now when you look on social media most of the women do it of course i i actually know some really amazing yoga instructors as well who are men they're fabulous 
but I feel like what you just said, you know, it's very much connected to that feminine side of things. Like women do more yoga and men do like the CrossFit and the other kinds of sports. So yeah, really interesting to know that, right? Yeah, maybe because they, they would see uh, in yoga classes that yoga do like slow motion of kind of poses, maybe something like that, that they think that this is only for women. Mm. Yeah, I used to think yoga for only for flexibility, like you just do stretching, that's it. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, I used to think that for a very long time. I mean, I Simmer has always been more passionate about yoga, but for me, it just doesn't seem like a workout. It always seemed like, oh, you're just doing stretching. What's the big deal? <laughs> yeah. It's funny because when you stretch at the same time, you will, you will be able to activate your muscles. And that way is more, I found it more effective actually to be able to, uh, you know, feel the muscles that you build. And that is the special thing about yoga, I think. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> but now I've been doing yoga. I got introduced to this amazing yoga teacher in Jakarta as well. And then been doing, started doing it once a week and then of course online courses have been there so it's slowly building up definitely like after listening to you i'm more confident in doing yoga that it's not only for people that are super flexible because i won't count myself as super flexible i can't do handstands or headstands or all that crazy stuff so yeah it's good to know <laughs> yeah it's not you should you should try no maybe mix and match uh, mix you know maybe you could do like workout and then do yoga because yoga like really flex uh sorry really stretch your muscles and when you stretch your muscles it's actually it feels like you're massaging your body actually okay. yeah deep was definitely <laughs> super against doing yoga before because he's like what this it's not this is not a workout this is like a gentle gentle stretching how can you say that this is your workout for the day and i'm like deep you haven't really done the yoga there's a lot of body weight strength training involved like you end up actually really working out your muscles as well and she was like nope i yeah. don't believe it and then she ended up going to that class and now she is a yoga fan as well. <laughs> Rini, what would you say? Like, you know, I just feel like, especially uh, with so much of yoga out there these days, like with the poses, do you feel, how do you feel about that? Does the pose need to be very difficult for somebody, for it to be better? Or like, how, how do you progress through the different stages of yoga? Okay, so yoga, if you go to yoga class and you, you, you have to find a very good teacher because when you find a very good teacher, they will tell you what to, you know, modify about the pose, 
if if it's need to be modified or mm -hmm. if you need to go deeper so you can feel the stretch or you can feel what uh, which muscles that actually you activate so you need to first thing that you need to find a very good teacher so they will teach you how to do a very good for your body um, depends on your body type so for everyone it's different right so if you say uh, the difficult poses are better i would totally disagree because it's it's a fun fact that you will I, that i found actually in class the more simple the poses are the more benefits that you get to your body and the more difficult the poses are the less benefit you will get to your body so because when you when you do the difficult poses you, you tend to actually force yourself to do it because our body did not design to do like handstand and put your toes to your head our body doesn't design to do that it's not it's not our natural uh, body shape right so it's not so i will say that the more difficult the more the less benefit that will you will get and the more the most simple pose are the more benefit that you will get to your body okay yeah with the poses i have actually felt like you know sometimes i would start a video uh, we've got this online course and some of the poses would be so difficult it just kind of demotivates you it's like oh my goodness this is never gonna happen <laughs> so for a beginner it's like uh, it's crazy sometimes it just feels like you know that okay but if somebody is just doing it through the you're right there should be a you working with the teacher is better because they can modify it rather than doing it by yourself and trying to just do the difficult one yeah totally but when you go like you can find there are so many yoga teachers that doing a youtube channel right now and you can choose one that you can really feel oh this one is actually suit for me because the beginner is actually the, the beginner because there are so many like youtube channel they said this is beginner but it's not it's like crazy poses so i suggest you that you will you know look at the teacher or whoever that you follow uh, through the youtube or whatever platform find one the find the good one and then follow just follow one don't go like crazy like uh, random teachers because yeah i agree they will they will say it's beginner but it's not yeah i think if there has to be a way that you actually whatever you're doing especially if you're doing it on your own you have to know that the, the when you're starting like it has to be progressive you can't try to do a really difficult pose like if your posture isn't even right in a pose and now you're trying to make that pose more difficult, <laughs> there's a big chance that you'll just injure yourself. And then you'll think that yoga just doesn't work and yoga is bad for the body. But what's really happened is that you try to progress into a different, like more hard uh, pose 
when your body wasn't even ready for it. Yeah, um, maybe I can add to that. Uh, you can find a yoga teacher through YouTube channel who, who actually give you choices. Like let's say in twisting poses, I will give you an example. In twisting poses, if you cannot like uh, go uh, like put your hands like go up, you can actually just hold your hips, something like that. Like the teachers that are give you choices, maybe the one that you could follow, something like that. I suggest you that you could find that. I am. There are so many teachers that do that. Yeah, yeah, that's such a great idea. Okay, so Rini, uh, what are your thoughts on? You know, some people think that yoga is, re, you know, religious in nature because a lot of the poses get their names from the Hindu mythology, right? What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, it it was it's it's not uh, I it's not really a religion. It's a spiritual activity actually. So yoga was first written in the Vedas, the Bible of the Hindu. But um, it's not actually part of the religion. It's just the one of like if it's a menu then the hindu is the main course and then the yoga is just the like like side this like some like it's the side this not the real food so hindu is like made this uh, spiritual activity to actually make you more understand about the religion itself and then it's not a religion because there there is a philosopher from arab actually he's an arabic and he translated the yoga sutra patanjali into the arab uh, language and he suggests that arabic people uh, start to practice yoga but yeah it's like long long time ago so it's not a religion. It's it's a spiritual practice, yes, but it's not a religion. Like mm. I said before, if we look at the history, it's made for the warriors to do the work, to prepare themselves, right? So it's like, yeah, it's a spiritual, and if you want to know more about God, then you go with the Hindu, with the religion, something like that. I forgot to mention the name of the philosopher. His name is Ahmad Al-Biruni. You can Google it actually. And he's very famous because he loves yoga and he's an Arabic. So before even the Western people take yoga and elaborate in the Western culture, so there is an Arabic philosopher who actually wrote about yoga. Right, we'll definitely check him out. What is the purpose of yoga, really? Uh, the purpose of yoga is actually to know yourself more. Mm. Because it's, it would be very different for everyone. But for me, and most of the uh, yoga books, uh, especially the, the philosophy, 
they would ask you what is yoga for you so it's it's a very personal uh purpose for everyone is different for me i think that i really enjoy yoga because i i get to know myself more like mindfully and i can build my awareness actually to you know to communicate with people to understand people more to understand myself more and i found that it's very um what you call <laughs> it's very good that i can actually find myself and then understand myself and then i can understand other people better something like that so it's very different for everyone because it's spirituality right so for everyone it's a different thing but if the purpose of yoga i think the spirituality and then you know being kind being mindfulness and kind of and those kind of stuff right so actually connecting with your spirit through the movement of your body yeah totally and that is actually the purpose of hatha yoga so you practice by practicing your physical body and then you understand your inner uh, side more that is the purpose of hatha yoga okay so how can someone choose what because you know <laughs> when i first started with yoga i thought yoga is just yoga and then when you start looking into it there is hatha yoga there is vinyasa yoga then there is kundalini yoga there's like so many types of yogas so how can someone decide what kind of yoga is the right yoga for them <laughs> yeah there are so many but the the mother of uh, modern yoga is actually hatha yoga so from hatha they will uh, you know make new things like vinyasa astanga and stuff and any other kind of yoga but if you ask me how to choose i think you could go it depends if you really like the calm and slow and holding poses you could go with hatha but if you really like really love the dynamic flow and more cardio and more sweat you could go with power vinyasa power vinyasa yoga and if you like practicing you don't really like uh because there are people who don't really like being not know about what next pose is you could go with astanga yoga because it's a fixed sequence so there is no change sequence in that the poses is from this pose to next pose is the same every day so yeah maybe that one uh, if you really want to like calm your muscles down only for stretch you could go with yin yoga so really if somebody is a beginner where should they get started i would say a beginner vinyasa vinyasa yeah so you choose vinyasa but the beginner one because there are advanced there are power 
because in Hatha, uh, you you will find it's a little bit difficult because it's only stretch your muscles in a deep stretch kind of way. So I would go. I would suggest that you will choose a beginner vinyasa beginner. Okay, that's really good to know. Okay, well, Rini, this has been absolutely amazing. We just got to learn so much about yoga, the misconceptions, and especially like being able to choose what form of yoga is right to begin with and also how to choose which one would be the perfect one for, for us. And I'm sure our listeners got to learn so much from you today. So where can people connect with you? Uh, you can connect with me through my Instagram and my YouTube channel and my Facebook. <laughs> okay, great. So what I'll do is I'll get those from you and I'll put them in the show notes. What do you, what is your YouTube channel called? Uh, Yoga Bersamarini. It's in Bahasa Indonesia because my purpose is actually provide yoga for Indonesian people because there are so many yoga video, but all in English, right? So yeah, I provide with Bahasa and my YouTube channel is Yoga Bersama Rini. So thank you so much, Rini. Yeah. This has been such a wonderful chat. You have such a beautiful energy and we we always, always love talking to you. Thank yeah, you. Thank, thank you, you so much, Rini. Me. Thank you for listening to the Glamour and Purpose podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Glamour and Purpose. You can also get our most popular lifestyle meal plan on our website at www.glamourandpurpose.com. And if you liked this episode, please leave us a review. We will see you on our next episode. Bye for now.